Just a quick heads up for Roster Watch Nation, we've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5-Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Roster Watch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the SiriusXM show. He's the creator of the Value Index Tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy. This is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the Roster Watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the Algo, which is hit at a, I mean, a 58 to 62% clip across all games, over the last half decade historically but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets so you can get access to the algo's weekly picks for every game along with betting volume versus money insights the prop finder tool all the stuff we talk about on the radio show you can find all that and more with a premium membership at roster watch and so for now let's hand it off to the algo boys and can't miss mitch This is Bet the Algo. Can't miss Mitch here, along with my man, Peter the Irish Guy. Pete, we're finally together in studio, although, weirdly, I already saw you today. You bought me a cheesesteak from arguably the greatest cheesesteak spot south of the Mason-Dixon. Yeah, unbelievable spot. Hoodies in uh, Round Rock. Amazing. Uh, all because... Dak Prescott did some questionable things late in the game. Well, really, that Cowboys-Eagles game was amazing. I'm, it's okay. I'm happy to to pay you with a cheesesteak. But what about Week 10? Amazing Week 10, huh? Uh, week 10, Week 9, Week 8, yeah. Week 7. The Algo's absolutely on fire. We stink. Uh, you are really bad. Yeah, you I'm- have turned it. You've turned into the fade god, really. Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Listen, over the last four weeks, there's been two ways to win money. Bet the algo or fade me. Yeah. Uh, either one has been very, very successful. To give you a few highlights of last week, though, nine and five, the third straight nine-win weekend. Pretty amazing. Um, two, a couple of things that the, the algo nailed. The Green Bay total... They, it nailed it. It got the Seattle and the Raiders margin of victory on the nose. Pretty impressive. Um, but listen, since back-to-back losing weeks, back in week five and six, the Algo is a staggering 34-20-3, Mitch. 63%. Incredibly impressive. That gets us to the year to 75 67 and eight. We're at that magical above the 52% number. We're at 53%. We're in the green for the year. So if you bet every single game to this point, you are up money on the algo. Pretty amazing considering where it came from. But we told you, stay the course, trust the data, and we'll get there. Um, myself, I'm 44%. We don't need really need to talk no, about that. You're, we're changing your Twitter handle. To, to fade, fade the Irish. Fade the Irish. I love I, think that, I, honestly I actually think, like that. I, I think actually, we should do fade I'm the Irish. I'm happy to do that. That should be 
part of whoever has the worst record has to change their ha- Twitter okay. handle for the next season. Like our text fade. thread. Yeah. We have a text yeah, thread. I love it. Where whoever baseball team wins the World Series, they get bragging rights for the entire year. So last year when the Astros won, it was Astros World Series champ. But since we had none of that amongst our group of friends, this year it was the worst team. And I've got the honor because the Red Sox were the worst team. So it's Red Sox stink with the record. So I have to look at that every time, every time that I have to text. text. And they do Brutal. stink. And I don't even care. I, that's why I'm, a, I ghost that thread. I, I, it's on mute. I never Love respond. It. I don't want to look at it. But all right, fade the Irish. I like that. Um, by the way, a couple of things. Uh, other than week one, the Algos had two losing weeks throughout the season and we had no data week one the album yeah. went six and ten back then if we excluded it from the overall record which we're not Pete just read it to you uh the algo's winning percentage is at 55 percent. so it's it's where we want it to be um we have a couple of packages that we've got over on patreon and by the way even if you're a mooch come on over to patreon.com slash bet the algo you can follow and be a fan of the page at no cost. We do post some free picks. We have a NBA model that's actually been doing quite well. So we'll post some free picks there. Last night we had uh, the Atlanta Hawks we posted. That was a winner. And then for the premium and the primetime plus five, we'll sometimes add a full slate there. But Pete, I was looking at the numbers that you updated and the primetime games, so your Thursdays, Thursday night football, your Sunday night, your Monday night games, although we 60%. also – Yeah, 60%. 18, 12, and 3. So we added – I think we gave a free uh, morning play on Sunday for the primetime guys with that Colts – Patriots game, so we added that. We gave a free one last week. It went four and zero. Those primetime games. The primetime plus package is fifty eight percent on the year. It's really doing amazing. Um, uh, well, the only thing that I love keeping a check on, and this is probably my favorite stat of the the weird quirky things, when the algo is on its own on an island, yeah, against us. It is 74%. That's crazy to me. For the year. It's 14, 5, and 1. It's that's pretty amazing. So um that's something always to keep an eye on. But should we get into week eleven? Uh yes, let's get into week eleven. I want another plug though for Blue Owl Brewery for Austin here. Even if you're out of town, I think you can order their beer. I would. I was never a big sour beer guy, but I walk my dogs past this place every day, and it's been doing it for the last seven years. I think finally I caught on two years ago, but they've got this beer called Cool in the Gang. It's got Earl Grey tea, which is why I'm all hopped up uh, this 7.30 p.m. on a Wednesday night, uh, a couple beers deep. But how refreshing is this? They're thing? fantastic. I mean, these are – I could. I think I'm going to crush all of them. Hopefully you do. All of them. Uh well, let's get into it. Um, I'm actually very excited uh, about this Thursday night game. This is the marquee matchup. Maybe Al Michaels finally wakes up on a 
Thursday night game. It feels like he's been asleep. No fault to his, really. Amazon's schedule is is bootleg. Well, they last week, yes, certainly. There's been a couple of decent Thursday night games, though. Last week was awful. At least it was close. It was a 16-13 game. So at least it was a one-score game. It came down to the end. But, yeah, let's get into Thursday night football. Cincinnati on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens coming off a loss to the Cleveland Browns, which you had the Ravens in your survivor pool. When we talked last week, I said, ooh, I don't know. This is a divisional game. I thought it'd be close. I thought we would kind of middle because the Algo had the Browns. You had Baltimore. This line opened at Baltimore laying four. It's now three and a half. The total currently is 46. Baltimore six and four against the spread. The Bengals lose to the Texans. To the Texans at home. I I don't know where to go from here, Pete. I don't know. Well, the Ravens are officially dead to me. Well, they should um, be. It's, I, I, it was so painful. 14 points ahead at home, 10 minutes to go. I asked the question, how many times have they lost 14 or more ahead with 10 minutes to go? I don't know. I haven't gotten a, a stat from anybody. I, I would say that could be the first time it's ever happened. I asked Chat GPT. He said, <laughs> Pete, Pete stinks. Oh, yeah. So listen, it's always the brands that I'm that get me involved in in these epic meltdowns in Survivor Pool. It's the lang- longest I've ever gone. And now there's less than 100 people left in that 63K pot. But anyway... I think, yeah, it's questionable. The one stat I didn't like about the Ravens was they lead the league since 2022 in most games lost in the fourth quarter with a lead. They have seven, which is two, at least two more than the next closest team. That's not a good sign. So they're they're losing late leads. Lamar Jackson threw a horrendous pick with four minutes to go in their own half with the ball. So some questionable decisions. Cincinnati, I don't know what to think about that loss. I think Houston had will play a lot into it. Houston are, are really good, and their quarterback is playing out of his mind at the moment. It was always going to be a close game. Cincinnati are missing some key pieces. That's the scary part. T. Higgins is a big piece. Jamar Chase isn't healthy, but played. Sam Hubbard off the end is a massive piece they're missing. They're also missing two backup, two second and third string wide receivers. So their wide receiver depth is getting tested. I don't know how healthy the quarterback is. The D end, their top D end is unhealthy. So I'm a little concerned with Cincinnati right now. However, four points in a divisional game is a lot. This game like the Texans game, I think, last week, like the Cleveland game with the with the Ravens, will come down to the end. Four points is way too many. Give me Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all here. Uh, I think it's too many points. You look at Baltimore's defense, who's strong against the pass. First in opponent yards per pass and fourth in opponent pass yards per game. But the sheer volume of pass yards by the Bengals, Pete, I honestly think, that they're going to give Baltimore some problems. We're at least going to be able to keep up with them. Joe Burrow still the real deal. Uh, Cincinnati excels in managing turnovers. They boast the best turnover margin 
per game, plus 1.1, ranking them first in takeaways. Uh, they've got two takeaways per game. Um, and they're second best in giveaways per game. So I think we could see some turnovers from Baltimore. It'll, this will be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised to see this number settling at three. If I can go right now and go get this three and a half, or I would go get it. I think as long as it's three or above, you take Cincinnati. Obviously, yeah, if I it drops to two and a half, right. I might consider taking Baltimore. And right. I might, but that, but that three and a half button. The other thing I wanted to say, Cincinnati's offense, and this is big into the algo, they rank 10th in red zone scoring percentage. Baltimore's defense, yes, strong, uh, but less dominant uh, in the red zone. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens, but I like Cincinnati with the points here. Most importantly, what is the machine like? Very, very close game here. No surprise. 26.77 to 23.93. Effectively, it's calling it a three-point game. Um, with the three and a half point spread, uh, you're getting just over a half a point of value, I guess 0.75. Uh, on the value index. So what we're going to do this week, we're going to give out this Thursday night play for the prime time for, uh, for all of the folks. Uh, we're going to give out an extra free game. We're going to give the prime time folks an extra game as well, but we want to give the fam an extra free game here. Uh, we appreciate all the listeners. And by the way, come on over to patreoncom slash bet. The algo you can join for free. We're posting free stuff there. And obviously, if you guys want to subscribe to more of the data, you've got the option to do it. The numbers speak for themselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We're, 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 we're as transparent as we can be. We're not hiding anything. Not hiding. We're not Vegas Dave, who, you know, I think he's 4,000 to know at this <laughs> point. So remember, guys, we're, we're here just talking about data. Uh, Pete and I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I, I clearly, by my record, I, have no idea. No idea. Um, but we should change your 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 Twitter handle to uh, fade fade the uh, Irish. I like that. Um, I'm going to get into the free games. Vegas at Miami. Raiders coming off, you know, smoking stoves in the locker room. Uh, we have a friend of the show who has a friend on the Raiders coaching staff, an ex-New England Patriot, uh, who's a very handsome guy. And he told us that the Raiders would beat both New York teams. We put him in the Circa picks. By the way, we haven't talked about the Circa. We are over 51%. Out of all the packages, my Circa pick abilities has been dismal. Yeah, It's been really bad. It's been poor. Uh, it hasn't been indicative. It's been the worst indication of or representation of the overall algo. It hasn't been good. Although we went three and two last week and we'll still see what happens. But uh, Pete, uh, this line opened, this is a big, big number. This line opened up at uh, Miami laying 13. It's now 12 and a half. The total is 46 and a half. Miami, listen to this stat, four and no against the spread at home. Do you think Miami blows the doors off of a rookie quarterback and Aiden O'Connell, are they going to be able to keep up? Everything would say yes to that. Everything about me thinks that Miami at home have destroyed teams. They put up 
points at will. They seem to score 30-plus every time at home. On the other side, the Raiders do not travel well. We know they're a different team at home. They fired the coach, which made all the difference. However, probably a bigger piece of it was they got to play two shitty New York teams. Oh, man, they stink. New Jersey teams. Two shitty New Jersey teams back-to-back. That'll make anyone start smoking stogies and feeling good about themselves. So this game, to me, screams Miami by a bajillion. The Raiders don't travel well. You've got a guy named fucking O'Connell or whatever the hell his name is, a QB. He ain't Tua. But I'm going to go with the good vibes and the stogies. I'm going to say the Raiders make this competitive. Maybe there's some defensive. There's some good things they can do on defense. They can get to the quarterback, possibly. That kid off the end, the ginger guy who you see for the Raiders. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Crosby. Maybe he can do some things, get a turnover or two. Maybe this is the game where Tua gets hurt. I think it's it's could be coming. And Crosby. And I was Maybe just about to Crosby. say, I, I thought he was pretty soft, and he's done an excellent job. And I'm yeah. happy. I don't ever want to see anybody get hurt. No, but, absolutely. But, you know, we know he's vulnerable. Listen, either way, it's a lot of points. I think the Raiders can keep the good vibes going. Give me the Raiders. Raiders, to your point, their defense ranks 22nd in takeaways per game. Uh, their offense ranks 27th in giveaways per game. Uh, but Miami's defense, they rank 23rd in takeaways. So there's a chance that they really can't capitalize off of turnovers. To your point, though, uh, Vegas's D could potentially keep them in the game. One thing that they do very well, this is a top 10 ranked team against the pass game. Uh, they're going to need every bit of that. Um, Miami obviously ranked first, so they've got their hands full. There's no question about that. The other component, uh, and this all comes down to Vegas's defense. I, they, 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 their defense ranks 11th in NFL opponent points per play, allowing 0.319 points per play. So they're pretty efficient on defense. That could keep them in the game. This is if this game gets out of control early, it's over. Yeah. So they're going to have to play a very similar game to how Denver. Denver played Buffalo on Monday night. I love it. Keep the ball, run the ball. Run the ball. I, Antonio Pierce, one of the first things he said is, we're a rolling team. We're going to run. We're going to pound the rock. So that's right. That's the, what they have to do. Do here. what Michigan did. Yeah. Just yeah. run the Don't ball. Throw the 30 the ball something forward. times. Exactly. Uh, Randy doesn't like to hear about Michigan. Um, but it's okay. He's he's a Chicago guy, Purdue guy. In fact, not a good football team, but phenomenal basketball team. Randy, thank you. We're here in the Washed Out Media Studio. So uh, thank you for letting us hang out, talk some football, talk bet the algo. Um, yeah, so I'm, I've got to take the Raiders here. I think it's too many points, Pete. Uh, the algorithm, this is the lowest – I'm sorry, the second lowest on the value index. The Algo has Miami winning 28.39 to 15.97, 28.16. It feels so right. That, that feels like that's a nailed-on prediction. Two games, 
Two full consensus picks. It never happens. I, I So that makes me feel really good about this week. How have we done on consensus picks? I'm really curious. But while I'm teeing this up, Pete, will you look at the stats yeah. and, and, and just tell us? Um, 19 and 14 and 3, 58% That's on the pretty year. good. Really good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind that. Uh, all right. This next game, guys, we actually... When we're giving out the free picks, uh, one, we give out the free picks that coincide with the algo, number one. The other ones I are ones that I actually think have a great chance of winning. Uh, New York Giants at the Commanders, huge spread. This is a really big number here. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. It opened at 10, very low total, 36 and a half. The commanders have looked pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, the Giants, they, I don't know if they would win a game in the SEC. Yeah, listen, I mean, you, you, you're kind of right, but I don't know. Can we really blame them? Like, they're playing a guy named Tommy DeVito at quarterback, their third string guy. When you get down to your third string guy playing all the games, they, no good things are ever going to happen in the NFL. So we know that Daniel Jones playing well was the only way that the Giants were relevant. Without that, not even the, let alone the second string going down, um, they're going to struggle. Last week, I called a shutout. We were close to it. 49 17 they got some they got 17 points in kind of garbage time in that game against dallas so that line that spread tells you everything you need to know like it's a low total and yet it's nine and a half that means vegas really have no confidence in the giants scoring at all against this washington team i don't know i i think at the end of the day yeah they're awful Maybe Georgia would beat them, or it'd be close. There's still a team of NFL players. I feel like this is a perfect ex- a time or example where everyone on Monday morning wakes up and goes, oh, crap, there's still an NFL football team. That's right. And they managed to keep it close, and they've got an NFL defense who aren't really all that hurt and have played multiple good games this year. At Buffalo Bills was one that I remember. They had a couple of good weeks of of defense in a row. So um, Brian Dayball is getting a lot of abuse at the moment. but Which I, he should be, but he's also on his third-string quarterback. Yeah, so. listen, he was also coach of the year last year as well. So let's, funny. let's not forget about that. Um, I think the Giants can hang in a divisional game against Washington. It, they're, Washington aren't the Dallas Cowboys. That's what it comes down to. That's a fact. Um, so I'm going to take the New York Giants here. Don't forget, the Giants already beat Washington 14-7 just a few weeks ago, October 22nd, and their defense showed up. So I think this is, you know, to me, a division, divisional game. Uh, The Giants could get a good rushing game. Uh, They rank seventh in rush play percentage, ninth in rushes per game. And Washington's defense, this kind of bodes well for the Giants because they rank 25th in opposing yards per rush and 21st in opposing rush yards per game. So kind of a similar strategy with stinky teams that have a decent running back, right? 
We talked about Josh Jacobs and the Raiders. We talked about the Denver Broncos last week against the Bills. Williams is a great, they've got a great rushing game. This is a similar story in Saquon. So I think if they can stick, they have to. They re, there's really nothing else. The problem with the Giants' is rushing the game is they, well, is no yes, good. and they have no passing game. Yeah. So the defense knows what you're going to do. Right. Um, but despite the Giants' struggles in the passing game, Washington's pass defense, listen to this stat, Pete, 28th in opponent yards per pass. So, so they stink. Maybe Danny DeVito's long lost son from another I don't I don't know from taxi, maybe twins from some t- twins from some taxi broad. <laughs> yeah, mean, twins, twins too. She was actually his girl in twins. She was actually kind yeah, of feisty smoked. and kind of cute. Yeah. She kind of had like a New York like yeah. ratty accent. Uh but she was cute. Maybe it is. Ratty accent. <laughs> it's kind of true. Um yeah. It's probably going to come down to turnovers, but this is a seven-point game. Give me the dog here. I'm going to take the Giants. No surprise, the algo. What do we care about? We care about the machine because it's less thinking, more winning. The algorithm has uh, – it's pretty wild, actually. I, I'm, I'm blown away. 24.5 to 16.39. I think that's, that's a that's – a, I don't think it's going to be that much. 1.3 points of value on the Giants. Uh, it's got Washington winning. So, like, even with that 24-16 game, you're still getting some value. And I just – I don't see it there. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, what's next? Pittsburgh and Cleveland. We do have Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Is that is that is that our That's other the other free, yep. Is that our other free game? Yep. That's a pretty good game. That's awesome. And uh, – We've got a lot to talk about on on Cleveland here. We really do. Um, by the way, uh, I'm kind of shocked when I I look at this number because it opened at four. Um, it's now at one and a half. What the market's telling me, I guess Watson was never going to play to begin with. It was Walker. But if this line opens, and, and maybe the market didn't understand the severity of Deshaun Watson's injury, um, cause he finished the game, Yeah, right? He finished the game. So it was a really tough one. So, but what we're saying is Deshaun Watson wasn't worth much because this line went from four to one and a half. It definitely, you know, that, that blows my mind. And by the way, this line, I have not seen an NFL line this low. It's at 32 and a half. Wow. I don't know what the weather looks like, but it, it's gotta be a blizzard. Well, listen, it tells you that. Neither Vegas isn't confident in either team's offense, especially now that Cleveland have announced they're going to DTR, the rookie at QB. I love this kid. Yeah, I love him too. We were big, both fans of him in the draft. We wanted New England to draft him. Yeah. He's quick. He's accurate. He can throw the ball. He's got a great arm. Great preseason too. I think this kid looks really good. Here's what them announcing. Here's my opinion on this is not going with PJ Walker. It tells you that they're they're pretty confident in what happens if P.J. Walker plays the rest of the way. They're pretty sure they lose most of the games. He throws less than 50% completion. He throws more interceptions than touchdowns. They're pretty confident that's going to happen. Now, maybe the same thing happens with DTR, and it probably does. However, there's a chance it doesn't. There's a chance this kid is a stud. 
We know that PJ Walker is not a stud. We don't know that DTR is not, isn't a stud. So I think the upside with him is far greater. There's been plenty of you know instances of QBs, rookie QBs, taking teams to the postseason. Mac Jones as a rookie took a poor New England team to the postseason. Ben Roethlisberger as a rookie took a team deep in the postseason. Like it's been done before. PJ Walker ain't it? He's just too small. Yeah, he's five eleven. Well, DTR could be it. That's what I'm saying. Either way, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is kind of, the Steelers right now is kind of like riding your cousin. Like their record is six and three. You're I up, don't get it. You're up there, but you you know you shouldn't be. Like <laughs> six, I love that six analogy. and three. It's just there's no way this team should be up there at six and three. They can't really do they can't do much well on offense. They look really poor. Pickett somehow is kind of managing to keep them together. Um, their defense is playing really, really well. TJ Watts playing well off the edge. But this game is going to be a typical AFC North bruiser. Defenses are going to decide it. It's whoever can get turnovers, whatever DN can get to the quarterback more, cause that sack fumble. I got to go with Cleveland at home here. At home, they're six and three. I think they still have a chance with DTR QB. They only need to probably win four of their last eight. If they got to 10 wins, they're going to get in. That's how many people, that's how um, much parity there is in the AFC. Everyone's beating everybody. Give me the Cleveland Browns here. Sometimes I don't know what's happening in the NFL. You think you have a clear picture. I'd never know what's happening. <laughs> well, Clearly. We know that. Fade the Irish. Yeah. Give that guy a follow on on Twitter Twitter X. Uh, A couple of things, by the way. Um, The Browns, 4-1 and against the spread at home. That's a big number. This is a defensive game. And when I look at the matchup, uh, Kenny Pickett ain't it. The balls I see him throw, he is so fortunate that he doesn't have more interceptions. He wears gloves because he has little midget hands. Tiny little hands. This um, this defense is going to give him problems. He's got a, uh, I think for the regular season, uh, his rating isn't terrible, 81.1. P.J. Walker, uh, his rating is a 49.8. Yeah, if you look at the stats from his stars. It's bad. It, he was poor. It's bad. It didn't feel that bad because he got a win That's in right. one of the games. You're right. But he didn't really do anything. It was a home game where the defense played great. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, these guys being at home, um, Cleveland's offense, we know how great they are in the rushing department. They're ranked second in rush yards per game, first in rushes per game. So very heavy dose uh, on the ground, which, again, you look at teams, there's just been a lot of backup quarterbacks starting in the NFL right now. This is a weird, weird season. I don't remember a season like this. Yeah, and I, you can. And can you blame the NFL trying to do everything they can to protect the QBs? Not really, because you get a season like this where there ain't many QBs, elite QBs playing football. The standard drops significantly. You, it's the maybe one of the best takes I've I've ever heard in all of sports radio <laughs> podcasts. I'll be honest, you bring up a great point, and I don't, but. I can't remember a time where quarterback play is so diluted and watered down. Yeah, you might as well put the yellow mesh jersey at practice where you can't even touch the quarterback. I mean, it'd be better off if they did. 
if everyone would still watch, it'd still be great. We want to see. I want to see elite passes. quarterback play. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. There's there's nobody. I mean, name name the elite right now. It's yeah, Lamar Hertz, Jackson, Mahomes, Mahomes, Lamar, Hurts, and Tua at this point. Yeah, Tua's a hit away CJ from Stroud, that's it. you know having CTE. Yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud's exciting. Um, here's the other thing I wanted to mention though. Cleveland's offense. They're quite efficient in the red zone. They're ranked eighth in red zone score percentage. Uh, Pittsburgh defense, though, here's this is this is tough. They're actually pretty good in the red zone. Uh, they're only allowing touchdowns 40% of the time. So that's going to be interesting. Probably a slug fest, a lot of field goals in this game. Um, I do think Cleveland's defense is going to force some turnovers, which they are good at. They're ranked eighth in takeaways per game. Um, so yeah, I think they've got a pretty good aggressive defense. They're at home against the spread at home. Give me the Browns with wow. DTR. Uh, I really love the Browns here. Uh, I don't know how Pittsburgh is is really six and three. It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the algorithm has Cleveland winning twenty one point three two to sixteen point eight two. I love how we get like two decimals over. You're getting three and a half points on Cleveland. By the way, folks, four games. It's never happened before. Before we open four? with four consensus. Four consensus plays has not happened in eleven. It weeks. hasn't. We gave the boy. It's not even the free three. It's the free three, and we gave you an extra one. We thank you so much for listening, guys. If you want more access to the data, Patreon.com/slash Bet the Algo. By the way, uh, I've taken, I've hijacked the backdoor cover Twitter feed uh, because it's been dead because. The former owners have kids. Uh, you have kids, but you really don't take care of them. Football is more important to you. Um, so, yeah, we're going to give us a follow on the backdoor cover uh, on uh, the Twitter X. Uh, follow Fade the Irish. No, what is it really? It's Peter Can we the change Irish. it? Yeah, we can. Absolutely. Fade the Irish is is great. Oh, this it. will be so fun. I can't wait. We're going to post all your plays, uh, but I'm going to carry. You're on the backs of me and yeah, the algo. That's fine. Uh, that'll do it, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.